Nerd Lag Game Club. Welcome to the Nerd Lag Game Club podcast, the podcast where we play games instead of reading books. I'm Corey, and I'm joined by three party members today. Lauren. Hey. Tunza. Yo. And Danboy. Hello! In this episode of the Game Club, we're joining the world of cats and dogs and playing Cat Quest 2. Cat Quest 2 was released on September 19th, 2019, and was developed and published by the Gentle Bros. The Gentle Bros have developed Cat Quest 1 and 2, which we covered Cat Quest 1 in Season 1, so go ahead and check that out, and a game called Slashy Hero, which I probably mentioned the last time we covered Cat Quest. Before we get any further into Cat Quest 2, I want to give a spoiler warning, and I would recommend playing this before listening to the episode. This was our game for March, and it was Dan's pick, but I am going to give a brief summary of the story for Cat Quest 2. So Cat Quest 2 isn't all that much different than the first game, other than this one revolves around two kings. One is a cat, and the other is a dog. They decide to work together to save the current state of the world instead of fighting one another. And as a duo, you travel around and take out the evil bad guys and enemies and help people do little side quests along the way. But for the most part, it's just an action RPG and kind of leans more on the gameplay than the story. Speaking of gameplay, in each episode we break up the main points of the game between us, and starting with gameplay and mechanics, Tunza is going to tell us all about them for Cat Quest 2. Yay! Um, it's so weird since we kind of already kind of covered this game before, because like, the combat really didn't change besides it's more co-op uh, oriented, you always have a pal with you. Basically, action adventure, hack and slash with magical abilities. Uh, this time you could equip. Could you equip four last time? I just don't remember now. I don't think so. I think you had only had two. Yeah, you can have four, up to four bit abilities per character. And then each character could be built different, like surrounded by like I did the cat as a mage, the dog as like a tank like warrior. Uh, and you just go around beating up stuff, go through dungeons. It's kind of like a looter game in a way. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of, and like I'm trying to remember how I described the first game, and not I mean, repeat that again. I it's mean, the it's, same thing. It's just an action RPG, a lot of dodging and slashing, or keeping your distance and magic. Rolling. Um, it's it's fast paced when it comes to like collecting. Um, items and weapons if you pick up the same item it levels it up or you can level it up by using your gold so there's two ways that you can level up items technically same um, with the magic you just use your gold to level it up armor is the same way as weapons so it's it's a simplistic action RPG at its at its base but it, it's pretty good like it, it doesn't. It's not that much different than the first game, though. No, that's what I was gonna get. Like it's besides it being co-op, and then maybe the four abilities. I think that's the only thing that really makes it different. Yeah, because even art is pretty much the same. Like it looks the same. All right, Lauren, 
you are going to tell us about the art design of Cat Quest 2. So what you got for us? So, like Tunza and Corey said, it's it's very much like the first game when it comes to art style. So I don't I don't really know how to dive too much into that. There's only two people listed on their website as artists, which is Desmond Wong, which is the CEO of their the Gentle Bros like company, and Sayas, which is technically the CFO, which is interesting to me that Sayas is the writer and an artist, but also the CFO. Uh, Sayas is also was the only female when they started it. There's three of them, two dudes, them. Uh, they worked for Koei Tecmo uh, before they did this, which was interesting. Didn't know that. Didn't realize that. I guess they left on good terms when they were making the first game and the second one. The people from there were super supportive, gave them advice if they needed it. So, I guess that's all good. That's you know, all I really Do you know what portion... <laughs> of like Kotecmo that they were part of? I don't know, only because like the article I found, the interview with them, it says something along the lines of like it just says they were working at Japanese games publisher Koei Tecmo, which has popular titles like Dead or Alive, Fatal Frame, and Dynasty Warriors. I don't know if those are the ones they worked on and that's why they listed them. I'm not sure. I was just curious if it credited them anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> not, such a weird not one. that I could find. I, I did see, I guess, they all three sat by each other in the office, and that's when they were just like, hey, we should make our own game and see where it goes. And that's how that started. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty interesting. I like that. Yeah, just a bunch of co-workers hanging out. Decided to take a chance on something. Yeah, and I guess they literally said, like, the only thing that was stopping them was they were like, oh, you know, money. But then they were like, well, we shouldn't let money keep us from giving this a real shot. So that's, they used their savings. And they were like, oh, working full time gave us the money to save to start this. And then publishers gave them the rest, basically. Good old risk takers. Good for them. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I agree. Uh, anything else, or we should we move on? No, we should probably just move on. I mean, if you're listening to this, you probably listened to the first one, so I don't really want to repeat anything. And if you haven't, go check it out anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now we're going to move on to sound and music. Dan, this is your section. So how about you tell us about the sound design and music for Cat Quest 2? So I can't, for the most part, can't really find much about the uh, person that does the uh, like soundtrack from the game. Um, but from what I can find is... Name is uh Brian Havy. Havy, Havy, whatever you wanna pronounce it. Um he also goes by Z minus one. And he kinda did the uh OST for Cat Quest, Cat Quest 2, there's a bunch of other games that or 
other things that he did, you know, OST for. Um, so that's kind of what he does. He just does gaming soundtracks for the most part, it seems like. But, uh, I felt like the music in this game was basically just the same as the first one, if I remember correctly. Like, all the sounds are basically the same. Then whenever you get up to, uh, the loop, lupus, lupus empire, it, it's a little bit different. To be completely honest, I don't even <laughs> remember the music. I, I, yeah, yeah, I didn't really pay <coughs> too close attention to, uh, the music. Um, I do know at, like, one point, I think it might be just the Lupus Empire in general, or it's, like, I don't know, at a certain point, it kind of gave me, like, uh, I was gonna say, like, ninja vibes, like, very Japanese-styled music, I guess, but I think that was, like, at a certain point, because it's, like, you have, like, your ninja-type enemies that are somewhere. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a bunch of different types of enemies, but I, yeah. I remember the ninja one sort of. Only sound yeah. I really recall like standing out to me is like certain main quest, like dungeon, like when you're in there. There's like a sound that plays that sounds like super familiar. I couldn't recognize it if it was just from the first game or just that. It was weird. I, I don't know how to describe the sound because I. It was just it was in the dungeons during when they'd send you on like weird fetch quests and you'd go in there. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it was the same, almost the same sound every time. I I'm pretty sure all the sounds are basically the same for the most part because it's like the the map is I think the exact same like for the feline guard like. It, that's what I think. I think so too. Um, when I first started the I game, because you start there. I was like, is this the same yeah. map? Yeah, 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 yeah. Then you got, like, the addition in, like, the northeast. Like, which is, like, the dog country or whatever. Yeah, Lupus. The yeah. Lupus Empire. That's, like, all new. But I think the other portion is the same. Or at least yeah. very similar. But, I mean, the music and stuff in the game isn't bad by any means. It's just not really, like too rememberable yeah like I, nothing really stands out too too much I, I i'll go on my previous statement i'm i think this game and the first one did it as well it relies heavily on the gameplay itself uh, yeah um they the story is like pretty average they throw in like you know your cat puns and dog puns stuff but like if you don't like the gameplay, you're probably not going to play this game. Yeah. You know, like some other games, you might stick around for the story or because of the way it looks or maybe you're really invested in the music. But like this one is like, like I said, it leans heavily on the gameplay. If you don't like it, you're probably going to stop playing it within the first like hour. So that was sound and music. And now we can open up the floor and talk about anything that made an impact. So do you guys have anything that you want to talk about? There's the one quest line stuff. Well, there's there's a couple of quest lines where it's like kind of takes inspiration from like other media type things. Like you have the one quest line with 
Uh, I think his name was Barkthan Drake, which I would assume was supposed to be a play on Nathan Drake, because he's like a treasure hunter. Then you also had, uh, I think it was Meow Ruto. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you had like a, yeah, the saving private Perton. I don't know. Yeah. It's all ca- yeah, it's all yeah. punny names. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I love it. Yeah, they were pretty good. Yeah, that, I mean, this game, it does. It, the first game did it. This game does it. It, it loves those cat and dog puns, and um, I love it too. I think <laughs> the first thing that I'll point out for myself would be when you find the founders i really like that part because it like when you go to talk to the founders they're like oh like you got to be this crazy level i don't remember what it is but something like absurd and it's like five star difficulty like challenge and you're like oh okay like this might actually be difficult then the first side like the first side mission you do he just talks to you and then it completes it and you get like one xp one gold and then you talk to like the next founder for the next side quest and it's the same thing and they just say stuff to you like oh i'm gonna delete your save file and you're just like okay and then in the screen goes black and then it comes back and they're like oh you you're still here or whatever and then the other one's like i'm gonna play whatever music i want to play here it's like the third mission and then the fourth mission like is i don't remember what they do but it's always like something like them messing with the game at the end you like open up this portal and they're like, okay, like you got to go into the portal and then you go in and they're all there and they're like, now is the true test. And then they fight you like four on one or four on two technically. And they're really weak. And I was like, Man. oh no, they were, they, they beat my ass. Oh, I must've just been, I must've found it too late then. Cause I didn't struggle yeah, with it I at guess. all. Cause I I basically went there right after I got the water walking. I think I got the water walking at like forty five ish, and uh, yeah, they uh, they beat you down. Oh yeah, I didn't know anything about it until I found like the tomb that was like, oh, like you got a. There's like a note that's like the founders are on this island out in the ocean or whatever. And I looked at the map. And I was like, oh, oh shit! Would yeah. you look at that? But that was my first one. I just like it because it's like it makes it seem like it's going to be extremely difficult, and it's not. <laughs> not for you. <laughs> yeah, not for me, I guess. But that was pretty cool. I did want to point out because you made me think of it, Dan. They took away flying in this game. Yeah, and I hate it. I liked flying in the other game. Hey, now that I think about it, were you supposed to lose your abilities, or did that just happen to me? Like at one point, I lost like the ability to damage while you were rolling. Oh yeah. Okay. I like. I yeah, was like. Then you have to like start trying to get them back. Well, you like. It's like you get one, and it's like, oh, I got water walking back. Like right after that, and then it's like I got them all back the next thing, and I was like, this is weird. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember off the top of my head at what point that happens because I think that is that is has it, something to do with like. Well, it's like. You're trying to get... It's, like, right after the last, like, shard thing. Yeah, whenever, uh... They, like, steal it. Arlius and Lupin or Wolfin and, uh... Lioner steal the shards from you, I think, and then you lose your abilities. Dan, you 100%ed this game, right? Yes. Was it worth it? Kinda. Yeah, I mean, I didn't think it was, like, that much difficult. 
to do, really. I feel like it was harder to do it on this one than on the first one. So my issue was, like, because you can't fly, and I had you either have to, like, use the towers to teleport or, like, run. Yeah. Running to every cave was driving me insane. Yeah, I was... I don't know, I just kind of ran everywhere. I don't know. Yeah, same. <laughs> Is there anything that you get for completing everything? You don't really get anything specific. Because it's like, I, I don't know. To beat all the dungeons, you'll get all the different gear. And then, like, like level 200 gear is pretty good. Like, 150. The two level 150 gears are pretty cool. But it's like, I don't, I don't know. There's nothing, like, really cool whenever you get everything. I was just curious if they added in. But then there's also, like... I guess there's some armor you can only get, like, if you play through, like, New Game Plus or the Mew game, which gives you, like, like set difficulties. Like, oh, you can only use magic. Oh, you can only, I don't, I don't know, only have, like, so much health or something. I, I don't know. It's like a challenge mode, basically. They, uh, they took know, away my like favorite weapon. Stuff you can only get there. Wait, what? They took away my favorite weapon from the first game. Yeah, which one was that? Willpower, where it just looks like you're throwing your hands around. Oh, no, there's that. It's zero... Zero will? Oh, is that what it... I didn't get it, so, like... Well, yeah, it, it was it. somewhere. I don't, I don't remember where. It might have been... Hmm, I think it was in the Lonely Cave with, like, the... Like, the level 200 cave, and then there's oh, just, like, the, the one single sheet enemy thing. in there. Yeah, yeah, I think it was that cave that gives you it. I died in there the first time. Yeah, that thing uh, does not play around, yeah. <laughs> it, it does like 13,000 damage or something stupid. It was yeah, like one shot. Yeah, I, had to, I had to like basically like cheese it, kind of. Like I had my cat have the uh, gravity ability where it's like it pulls people into it. And then I would switch to like my mage and I would just kind of you know, just shoot, shoot it from like a distance while it can't really like move or do anything to me, and then I would just keep doing it constantly. <laughs> yeah, I went in and died, so now I was like, all right, I'll come back to it eventually, and then I just never did. But uh, yeah, Lauren Tunza, do you guys have anything that made an impact for you? Uh, getting the weird hot dog sword. <laughs> <laughs> that was a weird quest, and like. Fuck Caesar Salad or whatever his name is. Yeah, Caesar Salad. Well, it was Caesar Salad. Yeah. And I'm glad we got to fight him in the end. It's just, it's just so weird. Yeah, they just, like, some of the side quests are so strange. Lauren, did you have anything? I wouldn't say anything in particular that, like, stood out to me. I all around just like those games. So I enjoyed what I was playing. I did like that. Some people complain that you have an AI with you, but I liked having a mage with me. So I, if I didn't feel like fighting as like a DPS type of thing, I could switch to playing the mage or vice versa. Uh, or I had somebody that was always providing support, regardless if that was, uh, you know, the barrier bubble or if that was healing or whatever. I didn't have to worry about 
strategy too much. I could play a little more reckless. So I did like that. I liked it too because I could build each character differently. Yeah. Like my cat, I focused primarily on being a mage. So like I buffed its like magic attack and like focused on that. Gave it like okay. less health, but like more magic you know and then my dog i made him just like a straight up tank so like anything that gave him more armor or more health or more attack power like that's what was that's what he was getting so i did like that that was actually a really cool feature with having like an ai companion yeah i think the game would be really fun to play co-op honestly yeah i think that would have been a good time also there's a side quest where you just have a staring contest with some with a cat. Uh, yeah, yeah, I love. It. <laughs> or the rock paper scissors one. Oh yeah, that's a good one too. Or it doesn't matter what you pick; you always yeah. win. What do you mean? I was the best. I picked the right <laughs> answer. Yeah. No, you didn't, Tunzi. You fresh. But yeah, I don't. I don't really have anything else. I mean, it's kind of sad, but. It's so much like that first one that it's hard to pull away like anything like new or anything that like blew me away. All right, did you guys want to move on to time to completion? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. 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 All right, because I don't know my actual time in this because I played on the Switch. Time. Boo. So I'm going to assume that it took me around seven hours to finish it. Maybe a yeah. little more, but I kind of sped through it like originally, and then I went back and played the side stuff later. Yeah, I'm probably gonna say seven or eight for me. I played on the PS4. I'm not sure if it gives you the breakdown like Xbox. It's been a while, but I can't log into that because apparently I don't know my log. <laughs> Boo! What about you, Lauren? What do you think? Um, I don't know if I had to guess. Maybe. Eight or nine hours? I was kind of just running around, just doing random stuff. Fighting enemies, and then going in somewhere and doing a dungeon if I seen it. So, I would say somewhere around there, probably. That sounds about fair. What about you, Dan? 9.7. Okay, so you had less than what I thought you had. Yeah, yeah. So, not bad, not bad. With you completing everything, my 7 makes me feel a little more confident. One more time here. Is there anything else you want to talk about for Cat Quest 2? No. Alright, so we're going to move into recommendation. Each episode we go around and find out if we would recommend the game we're playing and why or why not. So starting with Tunza this episode, would you recommend this game and why or why not? Uh, Yeah, of course. It's a good sequel. If you've played Cat Quest or like those action adventure style games, I think it's perfect. Uh, in the sense of it's a good... Well, this one's a little, I think, a little longer, so you get more of a game out of it. But it's definitely a, just a super casual good time. Lauren? Yeah, I like these games a lot. I like the hack and slash, and I feel like it doesn't give me too much going on. Some games, even hack and slash games, will have, like, too much story or too much of, like, Oh, you have choices on what you pick, and I hate making choices, so these ones are like that perfect <laughs> middle ground. 
They're not too long, not too short, right in that sweet spot. So yeah, and I got the double pack, so it came with the first and second one for the Switch. I ended up playing your copy, even though I own it on Steam. Yeah. Yay. What about you, Dan? Would you recommend this one? Yeah, yeah. I th- I enjoyed this just as much as I enjoyed the first one. Felt I don't I don't know. Kind of enjoy like the story stuff. I'm kind of like invested in the story. It's kind of interesting, like in a way, you know. I I would also recommend it. I I do wish they would have added a little more to make it somewhat different than the first game like not a bunch to change it drastically but like just they did the co-op thing which is fine but it doesn't really make the game all that much different yes i would recommend this game do you guys have any reviews for this there should be some so at the end like towards the end of each episode with the games we play we like to jump into the review page of steam and wherever else you can find reviews and just read some in a section we or a segment we like to call good bad and funny so let's get some good I, reviews bad this, reviews. this review just opened up a whole world to me that i forgot to even talk about the stupid pun names of of the towns because there's the one dog town it's like the very first town you get to i think i think it's that town but uh, this review, how the hell did they get away with adding a city called Pound Town? Yeah, that's the first one you go to. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh yeah, I totally forgot about that. There's one that just says Cat Quest 2 greater than Path of Exile. <laughs> that's, that's a bold. <laughs> um, this one says, my girlfriend forces me to play this game with her. I have no regrets. This one, Cat Quest is furring great, and this one is possum as well. Ah, they use the puns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, here's one. Pawtastic. Can't wait for Cat Quest 3. Yeah, well, that's that's something that they hint at at the end. Yeah, there's a review that just says cat. <laughs> cat. Yeah, and then there's one that says meow, 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 meow. <laughs> just a spam of them oh my god people they're spam reviews or is it like making fun <laughs> of the commercial a... oh no, here's yeah here's a here's a thumbs down one and it says i'll just paraphrase it just says the first game is much better i would recommend cat quest 2 only if you're going to play co-op otherwise do not play the sequel it's much shorter, and the story's nowhere near as good as the first one. And then they go on to say something about control and invincibility with the co-op person. Here's one that I really love. This is the most ambitious open-world game of this generation. Me. I should have taken the voice acting gig of this instead of CP2077, Keanu Reeves. <laughs> he loves games about animals. Yeah. I think you guys will appreciate this one. It's a not recommend. And Aww. it says, it's so much like Cat Quest 1, it's indistinguishable from it, except the dungeons are much more tight, which doesn't bode well if you're using mouse and keyboard. I finally threw in the towel when I was level 18 and couldn't get through a level 12 dungeon because of this. 
<laughs> what? It must better. be bad. <laughs> yeah. Were mouse and keyboards that bad? I don't know. <laughs> or they're mm. that bad at mouse and keyboard. True, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, I didn't try it, so... I wouldn't know. Just... This, one, this one's good. It says, recommend 19 hours on record. I would perform an unholy amount of blood rituals just to re-experience the feeling of raw ecstasy from first playing this gift from the gods. Alright. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well. Satanic worship over here. I'm not a furry, but this game makes me one. Oh, love I reuse. I see Danny. <laughs> yeah. It yep, is. yep. That was it. That was me. Shout out me. Shout out Ed. Lots of puns here. But yeah, I love it. It's so good. Is that we good on reviews? Yeah, they kind of all start saying the same uh, thing after uh, a while. Yeah, yeah, for the most part. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So I have the pick for the month of April. So I'm going Yay! to tell everyone what game we're playing and why I chose it. So the game we're playing for the month of April is Wintermore Tactics Club. It is a visual novel tactical RPG that takes place in like a like a school and they're in a club that's called CNC, which is just a play on D and D. And uh, they the school holds a competition, and if your club loses at that competition, then your club has to disband. You die. Oh. So it's a visual novel mixed with a tactic RPG. It's about seven and a half hours. And currently it is $8 on Steam. Nice. Buys. Look at it right now. <laughs> yeah. It looks pretty good. Cool. 14 dollars on Steam. Yeah? Must have yeah. up since you picked it. Yeah, fourteen ninety nine. Still falls in our. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. No, that's practice fine. <laughs> he, he just boldly claimed his eight bucks. I'm looking right at it. I'm literally <laughs> looking at on the. Oh, maybe this is for the soundtrack. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it was, it, this was already in my wish list. So. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, I figured it's something different, and it could have been. You know, it's pretty cool. I think it looks cool. I so, definitely. It's like, eleven bucks on Fanatical. So if you wanted to save a few dollars. Okay. Um, yeah, so that's that's what we're playing for the month of April. Should be fun. Something different. Great. I had a lot of fun today talking about Cat Quest 2 on NLGC. But before we go, we wanted to share where you can find us online. First, we have a YouTube channel called NerdLag where we'll be uploading some great content. So make sure to subscribe for the latest videos. We have a Facebook page at NerdLag Game Club. Make sure to like the page so you can get the latest news about the podcast. You can also find us over on Twitter at NerdLag, where we share some of the latest gaming news and stuff we find interesting. And lastly, we have a Discord at NerdLag, where you can talk to us in voice chat and join in some discussion about everything nerdy, like video games, anime, movies, and chat with like-minded people. If you'd like to join, ask for an invite. Uh, we also want to thank everyone that tuned in for this episode. And if you enjoyed it, make sure you share it with your friends. And also follow us on Spotify. It really helps. On to the final credits. 
At the end of each episode, we just talk for a few minutes about what's going on in our lives, what we're playing, or just anything in general we want to talk about. So, do you guys have anything you want to talk about this episode? No raft. <laughs> no raft. <laughs> no raft. I like the one day we were going to play it. Then we played Fortnite. <laughs> Dude, I I wanted to play Raft, and then I swear you said, hey, I'm not going to be on for very long. I wasn't. I and, then we started having, and then we started having fun. <laughs> I changed my decision. That was originally yeah. the plan, was to play Raft, and then... It and then like, it was you... your fault that we didn't. Yeah, I guess. Also, you got on like way later than I expected. Well, just, we went just, to just. PAX East over the weekend for the first time. Yeah. So that was uh, an experience. Yeah. Dan, you didn't go. <laughs> yeah. Dan um, Wilson there. Pretty cool experience. Uh, there's a lot going on, so it's like really overwhelming at some points. But I really liked all the games we got to play like from all these little indie studios that had like game set up. So I think that was my favorite part of it. Agreed. I mean, I mean, that's all it is, is basically trying out games and like if we did more like networking, this would be a place to push stuff, but we just, you know, spectated. Talk to people. That sounds scary. Talking to people. Yeah. All kinds of shit at the Intel booth. Intel, yeah. shout out Intel. Sadly, oh, I, that mouse pad's too big. Oh. Yeah. I'll I'm planning. No, <laughs> I, I plan on getting a new desk anyways. I don't know when. I just put it back in the uh, box. Fine. Um, oh. Funny thing is, is the one of the desk mats that I picked out for Lauren, apparently there's Maple Story characters on it. That's yeah. Cool. Bill was telling me, he's like, this thing's basically Maple Story themed. He's like, this character's from it, this character's from it. He's like, honestly, this would make more sense for me to have it. Is he trying to get it from you? Yeah, I'm like, listen, man, if I would have known that, I would have picked you up one when I was there, but I didn't know this. <laughs> it's I also didn't guess. know that. <laughs> Actually, the the one I got, I'm pretty sure I followed like the artist like on Instagram or Twitter from forever ago. That's pretty cool. Because it gives a little bio of the artist on the back of them. Yeah, I didn't know that till uh, that's what he was telling me. He's like, oh, it says where it's from, like who did it or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't notice until I opened it. <laughs> yeah, I literally just opened it and slapped it on my desk at work. Was about it. I do love that at PAX, me and Tenza are more of gamers than Lauren is, but we didn't buy anything. <laughs> and she bought I a ton of stuff. I bought two desk mats from the Intel booth. I got one on my desk here and then one at work. I got this really cool, well, I think it's cool. Corey probably doesn't care, but. Uh, it came with a free poster, which has, like, a breakdown of, like, a processor being put into it. And it's got cool little, like, army guys and all kinds of stuff. Pretty neat. 
and a little keychain. I got a sweatshirt, well, a long sleeve shirt. I got some games that are like PAX exclusives and just random things like that. I spent too much money, but that's typical. Yeah, convention spending. Woo! Woo! Um, <laughs> and then last last night we all started playing Ember. Well, tons of didn't, but yeah, us three. That and that was. I had a pretty good time with that. That was that was actually pretty fun. Yeah, I had a good time too. I didn't even know what the game was originally when I see it on clearance all the time at uh, GameStop, but it's it's pretty fun. It's just like a goofy firefighter simulator. <laughs> yeah. For the most part, yeah. Um, but towards the end of us playing, I got the grappling hook, which is totally a real thing. Oh, yeah. All firefighters use that. <laughs> yeah, they all use yeah. grappling hooks to get to the top of buildings. When I was watching you guys, I was like, man, this game needs a grappling hook. I'm glad there was one. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that was that was a lot of fun, actually. I, I didn't really know what to expect going into it. But then when we started playing it and like the first level, I was like, okay, like it is what it is. And then like the more I got, like the more we unlock stuff and got new equipment, I was like, this is so cool. Yeah. We played for a while. Yeah, I think we played for like three three hours. hours. It's a long time for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. I was impressed. It was my idea to play games, too. Yeah, they called me a bozo. It was my idea to play that game. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I asked him if he wanted to play something. He said, nah, mate, bozo. <laughs> <laughs> so then, you know, to my surprise, you guys are all playing games. I'm like, I wasn't invited. <laughs> yeah, you had to finish Cowboys. It's not my fault. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's fine, but you got to fucking paraphrase. I got done my, like a half hour after your stream started. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well, we were full after that. I know. Yeah, I know. I was just watching you guys. Yeah, Adam. Adam technically, like, we didn't invite him. He just joined. Yeah, he his just guard, ended up with Discord, us, and he was talking to us like, "Oh, what are you guys playing?" And the next thing you know, it pops up in the corner of my screen that Adam started playing the same game. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> yeah, I'm like, "Well, I guess we're picking up Adam now." Uh, yeah, like it's fine. Like I don't care. Oh but, yeah, like, it was fun. He just invited himself. Yeah, yeah. pretty funny. But, <laughs> fun time. Anything else, Dan Tunza? Nope. I think we're good. I say I haven't really played as much recently. Oh, um, something uh, we can mention, kinda, I guess, if anyone really cares. The uh, I think it's the Wii U and the 3DS uh, eShop shut down like two days it, ago yesterday. Is it fully shut down or is it? Yeah, yeah, it's finally shut down. Yeah, yeah I, I seen like a bunch of posts of people uh, modding 3DSs. Yeah, there was like a somebody made a video. I think it was a video. Where they spent like forty four thousand dollars and bought everything oh, digital on oh, I think the three DS and Wii U. I think that's the completionist. Is that who that was? Yeah, like the YouTuber. Yeah, I seen that and I was like, that is so much money. 
Yeah, I believe that's the completionist because I seen. But I thought that was pretty interesting. But yeah, end of an era. I'm trying to think of what's on the Wii U shop that would be like crazy. Well, Xenoblade Chronicles X has already skyrocketed for the physical. Oh, uh, that would be it. Basically, is all the physicals. It is already a hundred and like one hundred and seventy-five dollars or something. Don't worry, I I feel like I fucked up real bad not buying either of the Xenoblades when they were like forty bucks. Because <laughs> like I was like, I'll get it, and then it'll finally come down. Because like there's enough of them in rotation, and then it's just because it's a Nintendo product, it will never come back down. It only went up. I feel yeah. bad for the people that buy these at like 180 bucks, and then Nintendo one day goes, oh, we're just going to put it on the Switch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. So, end of an era. Rest, R- R.I.P., right? Yeah, R.I.P. No more Pokemon Home, unless you already had it downloaded. Bank. Bank. bank Pokemon bank, bank. Bank. Sorry. Are they the same thing? No. Uh, uh, kinda, not really. They, they they're the same premise. Yeah, so Bank mm. was for older games, like 3DS games. Yeah, it was like a convoluted problem where you had to send it from like the game to the bank to like yeah to the, the, the next home. game. Oh, to then home. Yeah, yeah, and then like if you were even was... older, it was like from that game to like Black and White two to Bank to home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, convoluted. Yeah, so if you had any of that old stuff and you didn't have bank downloaded, they are gone forever. Yeah. So I'm sure but those now with it, on the rise. With shutting, but now with uh, the eShop shutting down, it's just free if you had it installed already. So you don't have to pay for like the s- subscription to use it anymore. That's cool. Yeah, I just yes. those three DSs are gonna probably skyrocket. Kind of like yeah. the Flappy Bird phones back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Or you remember PS4? They're like, oh, people are selling the PS4 with a PT. PT. Oh yeah, like, another one. Crazy. I have that downloaded. I don't like. So, I never thought of like I'm gonna sell my PS4. <laughs> it can't be worth shit, man. They're not doing it. Tell it. Tell it. Sell it over two dollars. Yeah. <laughs> but all right, guys. Uh, let's uh, go ahead and we'll end this episode. It was a little bit shorter, but Cat Quest Two is basically the same game, and uh, we will be back soon for Wintermore, and we will talk to you guys then. So thanks for listening, and we'll see you. Bye. Bye. Bye.